So, the routine work of Krishna, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, how and when He appears. Because Krishna is the proprietor of all planets. Bhoktaram Jagatapasam Sarvaloka Mahesaram. Sarvaloka, loka means planets or universes. There are innumerable universes, unlimited number. And those universes are coming out 
within the breathing period of Mahavishnu. Jasaika nishasita kalam athavalambya jivanti loma vilaja jagadanna natha. Jagadanna means universe. Jagadanna natha, plural number. There are innumerable universes. And on each universe there is a predominating deity who is called Lord Brahma. Similarly, in each and every universe there are innumerable planets. Jasya prabha prabhavatu jagadanna koti kotishu asesha vasudhādi vibhūti vinnam In each universe there are innumerable planets and each planet is of different atmosphere. The atmosphere of one planet is not equal to the other. This is God's creation. All these innumerable universes, they are sustained by one plenary portion of Krishna. Krishna, in his Vibhuti Yoga, he has explained to Arjuna, Atva-bahunāyatena kīngyātena tavārjana viṣṭhavya Aham idam Krishnam ekāṅśi nasthitu yaga. So Krishna is staying within these universes. Annāntarastham paramāna-chayāntarastham. Not only within the universes, but within the atoms. Paramāna-chayāntarastham. In this way Krishna is ruling over the material creation. Ekapasurachayatam Jagadanna Koti. There are many places in Vedic literature wherein we understand there are innumerable universes. We cannot take account of one universe. And Krishna has to take account of all these universes, how things are going on. Uh, this material world is ekāṅśa, out of Krishna's whole creation. This is one-fourth manifestation of His creative energy, ekāṅśa. The three-fourth of the creative energy is in the spiritual world. So this material world means the living entities are given chance. Ah, they have come here to enjoy. Krishna bhuliya jīvi bhogavāncha kare pāśate māyātāre japotiya dhare. When living entity is eternal servant of Krishna, when he, instead of becoming servant of Krishna, wants to imitate Krishna to enjoy, because the enjoyer is Krishna, bhokta, bhokta-raṁsa, jagdata-pasāṁ, sarva-lokamāsa. 
But when we try to imitate Krishna, just like here also we can see practically, everyone is trying to be, to become as big or small Ishara, Krishna. Ishara is Krishna, Ishara Parama Krishna. But here the struggle is that everyone is trying to become Ishara. Nobody wants to become servant. Although he is servant of Maya, he cannot be Ishara constitutionally, any one of us. This is called illusion. Actually we are servant, but we are trying to become Ishara. This is called Maya. So this position of the living entity is called dharma-sak-glāṇī, discrepancy of the constitutional position. Actually I am servant, but I am trying to become master. This is called dharma-sak-glāṇī. So when the world is full, of course there are devotees who are trying to become servant. They are trying. The devotional service means, Krishna consciousness means to train people how to become servant of God. That is all. Because everyone is under the impression that I am God, I am Master, I am proprietor, this illusion. To dissipate this illusion and to put him into the right position that you are not master, you are not enjoyer, you are simply eternal servant of Krishna. If you remain in that position, then you are happy. If you artificially try to become Krishna, that is your unhappiness. Artificial thing will never give us any pleasure. Uh, <coughs> prakriti and Purush, Krishna is the Purush, uh, Purusha, uh, Parabrahma Paramdhama, Pavittam Parabrahma, Purusham, Adyam Shasatam. He is Purusha. We are Prakriti. Uh, Apara Prakriti, Para Prakriti. This matter, bhumi, rapanala, vayu, earth, water, fire, air, sky, mind, intelligence, and false ego, they are all material. That is the sky. And aparayam, these are inferior material nature. And there is another superior nature, that is also the sky, or energy. Aparayam itastu vidhi me prakitiṁ para jiva-bhūta mahābhā. We living entities, we are prakiti. We are not purusa, but we are trying to become purusa. Suppose a woman artificially wants to become man, that is very troublesome. Similarly, actually our position is prakiti. Prakiti means enjoyed one who is enjoyer, and purusha means one who is enjoyer. So our position is to be enjoyer, but we are trying to become enjoyer. 
Our position is to be predominated, but we are trying to become predominator. That is called dharma sagnani, bhavati bharat. But there are certain persons who are above this mistake, illusory energy. Who are those? The devotees. The devotees who are called sadhu. Sadhu, there is a word, sadhu. Sadhu means honest, good behave. They are called sadhu. There is description of sadhu, sadhava, sadhu bhūsana. What are they? Sadhu. Titikṣava karunika sridha sarva-bhūtāna ajāta satrava śāntās sādhava sādhu bhūsana. This is the description of sādhu. Sādhu does not mean for livelihood, change the color of the garment or having big beard and become sādhu. No. Sādhu means devotee. Sādhu means first-class devotee. That is also stated in the Bhagavad-gītā. Sādhu-reva-samantabha. Sammak bhavasitahisa. Who is that man? Apite sudurāchāra bhajate māmananabhā. Sādhu-reva-samantabha. One who is fully engaged, bhajate māmananabhā, he has no other engagement. Not partial. Some percentage for this purpose, some percentage for that purpose. No. Sammak, wholeheartedly, twenty-four hours engaged in the service of the Lord, he is sadhu. He is sadhu. Apite-sudurāchāra. Even if you find some fault in him, because sadhu is sadhu-bhusana, you cannot find fault in him. Uh, cannot find fault. But even though if you find some fault, but if you find that he is strictly uh, is engaged in the service of the Lord, Krishna says he is sadhu. So uh, here it is said, paritranaya sadhuna. Hmm. <coughs> what is the verse number? Yes. Puritrana sadhuna. As sadhu is always engaged, dedicated to the service of the Lord. He has no other business. That is sadhu. So Krishna also is always anxious to give them protection. Just like a child is adherent to the parents. He does not know anything else except his father and mother. Similarly, the parents are also very much anxious to give protection to the child. This is reciprocal. If you depend on Krishna fully and simply engage yourself in his service, then you are sadhu. And Krishna is always very much anxious to give you protection. Kontya pratijani hi nami bhakta pranasati. This is natural. 
you can say why Krishna is so partial to the sadhus. No. He gives protection to everyone. Without his protection, nobody can live. That's a fact. But he gives special protection to the sadhu, to the devotees. That is natural. Samohang sarvabhuteshu name deshasti na priya. Krishna says, I am equal to everyone. Unless he is equal to everyone, how he can be the Supreme Lord? He is equal. Jetu bhajantimang pritya teshu temai. But one who is engaged in love and affection in my service, I am especially attentive to him. That is not partiality. That is his special prerogative. The example is that the sun is equally distributing sunshine. Anyone can take advantage of it. But if somebody does not take advantage of it, if he closes his door and windows, if he wants to remain in darkness, though what sun can do? Similarly, Krishna appears for everyone. Ah. Krishna says, Sarvadanman paritajyamami kang saranang vaja. You take shelter unto me. But we shall not do that. Ah. Instead of Krishna, we shall find out so many imitation Krishna and take shelter of them. This is our fault. This is not Krishna's partiality. Krishna is open to everyone. But we shall go to some rascal who will falsely declare himself, I am incarnation of God, incarnation of Krishna, and I will go there. And show some magic. He does not want to see the magic of Krishna. He wants to see some false magic of an imitation Krishna. That is the fault. Why should we go to anyone else when Krishna is there? When Krishna's instruction is there in the shape of Bhagavad-gītā, why shall I read any nonsense book? That is my fault. Can anyone give better instruction than Krishna for solving all the problems of the world? No, that is not possible. But still we shall find out some imitation Krishna. This is our illa misfortune. Therefore, they are called duskritino. The word is used here. Paritrāna sadhunam vināsāyacu duskritā. Duskritā means miscreants. Kriti, kriti means, this is explained in the seventh chapter more elaborately. Namāga prabhaddhate duskitina narādhama. Namāṁ prabhaddhante mūrha duskitina narādhama. Another place, this the word duskriti is used. Duskriti means, kriti means meritorious. One who has got merit, nice merit. But it is employed for sinful activities. They are called duskriti. And 
one who uses his merit for pious activities, he is called Sukriti. Chatudvidabhajante maam Sukriti na Arjuna. Those who are Sukriti na, pious, they can be engaged in devotional service. Chatudvajante, this, uh, this word bhajan is used. Bhajan is meant for the Sukriti na. Those who are pious, not the impious. Bhajan is not possible for the impious. Because Krishna says, Namanga duskiti na mudha pravadanti narana. They cannot take to bhajan. Maya purita jnana. They pose themselves as very much advanced. But actually, Maya has taken away their knowledge. They cannot understand Krishna. They will accept some something imitation. So Krishna's purpose of appearing is mentioned here. Paritrāna sādhunāṁ vināśāya ca duskita. Vināśāya means for annihilating, for killing. So Krishna's killing is also good for the person who is killed by Krishna. And another killing is to dissipate his ignorance. This is us. One is in ignorance. He does not know what is the value of life. Therefore, Krishna wants to kill his ignorance and give him real knowledge. That is also vināsāya. Vināsā, killing his ignorance. So the Bhagavad-gītā is going on for two varieties of business. One business is to give relief to the sadhu, to the devotee. And another business is to kill ignorance or kill personally the duskritino. Those who are non-devotees. For them, killing business. But the killing is also good for them. Because Krishna is absolute. Either Krishna loves somebody or kills somebody, the result is the same. That is called absolute. Just like father or mother loves some child and chastises the other, the result is the same, affection. There is no jealousy. Suppose one child is diseased, another child is healthy. The healthy child is being supplied with nice foodstuff. And the diseased child, mother says, oh, no, you cannot eat. You go out, you get out from here. That is not uh, that mother is unkind to the child. She is all kind. Uh, so Krishna's killing and Krishna's supporting is the same. There is affection. He therefore comes here. Here we have come falsely to become enjoyer. Falsely. Suppose I am American or Indian. I am enjoying my life very nicely. I have got everything complete. But it is no guarantee 
that next life you shall become American and you will be situated in the same position. Therefore my enjoyment, so-called enjoyment, is false enjoyment, temporary. It will not stay because I will have to change body. I will have to change body. There is no guarantee. This is the law of nature. Dukkhālaya asāsatam. It is the place for miseries, and that is also temporary. If you want to make some compromise, never mind. It is a place of miseries. I will stay here comfortably as much as possible. But Krishna says asāsatam. Even if you make some compromise arrangement, you cannot stay here. You will be kicked out. As soon as you think, now now I have a very nice building, very nice wife and children, everything is properly settled. Now I am happy. Next day, get out. Finish. This is the law. So foolish people, they think, that now I am settled. What is your settlement? First of all, make it a settlement that you shall be allowed to stay here. If there is no such guarantee, then what is the settlement? Next life you may become a cat, a dog, according to your mentality. But these foolish people, they do not know it. They think that this is all right. This is not all right. Sadhu, they can understand that this life is preparation for next life. So that is also described in the Bhagavad Gita. Janti deva brita devan, pitani jnanti pitani brita bhutani jnanti bhutejya, madhyajinopi jnanti ma. If you prepare yourself as the karmis do, to be elevated to the higher planetary system, sarga-loka, jana-loka, maha-loka, tapa-loka, brahma-loka, that is very good. But Krishna says, abrahma-bhavana-loka-na-punarāvartina-arjuna. Even if you go to the brahma-loka, there is no guarantee you have to come back again. Kīne-punne-puno-mart-loka-ng-bhisanti. These are the statements of Bhagavad-gītā. We should study Bhagavad-gītā very nicely. We can understand. But madhyājinopi jāntimā, if you prepare your life to become a perfect, pure devotee of Krishna, then you go to Krishna. What is the difference between going to the Brahma-loka and Krishna-loka? If you go to Krishna Loka, Jadgatyana Nivartanti Taddhama Paramamama, then you will have got to return again to accept another material body. You go to Krishna means you go with your spiritual body, non material body. Takta dehang punar janma naiti mamiti kaundya. So we should cultivate. Knowledge in that way, that I am prepared for the for the next life. So somebody is preparing for the next life to go to the heavenly planet, and somebody is going to the pithri lokas. 
somebody wants to remain within this world as human being or even animals, because if we contact with the modes of ignorance, then adhogachanti tamasa. These are the rules of prakriti. Prakite kriyamanani gunai karmani sarvasa. Gunai karmani. As you are associating with the particular type of the modes of material nature, you are preparing your next life. But these foolish persons, they do not know what is next life, whether there is birth, uh, ignorance, mūrha. They have been described as mūrha. They do not know their duties. They are thinking that this life is all in all and there is no next life because they cannot think of duskritina. If for them there is next life, then they have to stop their nefarious activities. But they do not like them. They think, no, no, there is no next time. Let us do whatever you like, enjoy. But nature will not give you. Uh, nature, uh, just like if you think that I'm in, uh, I'm associating with some infectious disease, it will not affect me. No, no, you may think so, but it will affect you. That's a fact. Similarly, we may foolishly think that we are doing all nonsense things. Jagannagnavirtista In tamasik gun, in ignorance, we are doing so many nasty things. We may think that this will not affect, but no, it will affect. The same example, if you infect some disease, you will have to suffer. It is nature's law. You cannot avoid it. Ah. Similarly, urdhaṅga chanti sattastva madhe tishthanti rājasā jaghanna guna vrittishta adhoga chanti tāmasā. Adhoga chanti tāmasā. And otherwise how you can explain so many abominable forms of life, eh? the, even up to the worm in the stool, this is also a life. And Brahma is also a life. Why the differences? Ah, according to karma, karmanāda is infection. As you infect, as you associate, kāraṇaṁ guna-saṅgaśra. These are all explained. Why one is this stool worm and one, why one is not Brahma? Now kāraṇaṁ guna-saṅgaśra. As we are associating, with the laws of material nature. We are infecting and we are getting the next part. Ah. So this is our position. We are spirit soul, pure, as Krishna is pure. We are part and parcel of Krishna. We are also pure. That is qualitative equality, not quantitative. Krishna is the great, we are the small. Anuraniyāṅa mahato mahiyāṅa. He is mahato-maniyāna. We are ano-anyā. We are ano, atomic. Atomic sparks of Krishna. So actually we are pure. But as we associate with the qualities of material nature, we become impure. Therefore, this Krishna consciousness movement is to purify 
to purify the impure living entities. That is Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's movement. Chaita Dharpana Marjanam Bhava Mahadavagni Nibhav. If you become purified, Chaita Dharpana, where the purificatory process begins from the heart, Chaita Dharpana, Chitta, desires. We have got so many desires, and Krishna is so kind. He fulfills your desire, my desire. Whatever you like, you can do. But you'll never be happy in that way. Therefore Krishna says, give up all this nonsense desire. Simply surrender unto me. That is your only business. So that is, as we have discussed in the last verse, yadadadahi dharma saglani bhavati tatātmānaṁ sijāmaham grāni bhavati bhavati. Grāni. We should not desire anything except serving Krishna. That is our fulfillment of life. sarvapādhi vinirmuktam or annāvilāsitā sunnam. We should not desire anything except we simply desire how to serve Krishna, how to remain a pure devotee of Krishna. Then our life is success. Annavilasita sunnam jnana karmadana Even we should not speculate so-called knowledge. Now what kind of knowledge we can get? We are deficient, imperfect in so many ways. So what is the use of speculating our knowledge? Therefore jnana and karma fruitive activities. Let me work hard and get the result and enjoy. This is called karma. And jnana means speculative knowledge. So Rupa Goswami says, Annavilasita sunnam jnana karmad anabritam anukullena krishnanu silanam Simply cultivating Krishna consciousness favorably, not unfavorably. Krishna consciousness, just like demons, like conscious. He was also Krishna conscious. So what was his purpose? He was conscious. He was making plan how to kill Krishna. That's all. That is not anukul. Anukulena. We should be Krishna conscious favorably. What Krishna wants and how can I serve him? That is anukul. Uh, and Krishna wants this, I will not do this. Rather, I shall kill Krishna. Uh, I shall read Bhagavad Gita to kill Krishna. There is no Krishna. There is no Krishna. There is no battle of field of Kurukhetra. It is imaginary. That means the Kongsa's program for killing Krishna. So we should not adopt that. That is pratikul Krishna consciousness. Reading Krishna's books but trying to kill Krishna. So this is going on. Not to Krishna. Krishna says, Manmana bhavamad bhakta, madhyaji maang namaskaru. And a learned scholar, commentator is saying, it is not to Krishna, not to the person Krishna. This is going on. This kind of consciousness will not help us. Anukulena Krishna anusilinam. Therefore Krishna comes down. Jadajadahi dhanmasyagrani bhavati bhara. Tadātmānam sujāma, paritrāna sādhuna. Sādhu, they are very much neglected, they are criticized. Ah, you are service mentality, 
you are after Krishna, you have given a fall material enjoyment. So they tolerate. Those who are devotees, they tolerate. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu has taught us this thing. What is that word? Tinadupi Sunitena Tarorapi Sahisu. You have to learn toleration, just like Prahlad Maharaj. He was tolerating. His father became enemy. What is the fault of this little boy, five years? Because he was Krishna conscious. His father became enemy. So the Krishna consciousness movement is rather difficult. If you become Krishna conscious, it's just like we are experiencing in this land so many obstacles. Now the latest difficulty is that they are not sanctioning our plan. No temples are. So we have to tolerate. Uh, what can be done? Uh, there are so many temples, but we are faulty. Because we are Krishna conscious, our temple will not be sanctioned. Uh, so this is going on. This is not new thing. It is very old thing. As soon as, because Maya is very strong, Maya sees that this person is now Krishna conscious. He'll go out of my clutches. Because Krishna says, Mamimula Prabhadante Mayamitanga Taranti. Well, Maya puts obstacles so that he may not go away. But if you stick, to your principle, catch Krishna's lotus feet very tightly, then you will be saved. Krishna is saved. So this is our duty. But despite all difficulties, we cannot give up Krishna consciousness. We must go on. So this teaching for the non-devotees and to punish them, to chastise them, Krishna appears. You have seen Krishna's life. You read in our Krishna book, up to ninth chapter. There was simply killing. No, after tenth chapter, when he was in Dwarka, his business was only killing. So many demons, so many Aristasur, Aghasur, Bhagasur, Putnasur, and Jarasandha, Dantabakra. So this is Vinasaya Chaduskita. This is one sign. And another side, another side is Pritrana Sadhunam. Those sadhus, actually Krishna appears for the sadhus, not for the Duskitas. To kill the Duskita, there are many agents. Uh, one little earthquake can kill millions of duskitas in a second. So Krishna does not require to come to kill the duskitas. But he comes to uh, favor sadhu. With sadhus, they are very much persecuted. Just like Prahlad Maharaj, he was a sadhu. He was being persecuted uh, by his father. So. Lord Nishingadev appeared not for killing the Hiranyakasipu, but to come and show Prahlad Maharaj, don't be afraid, I'm here. Don't be afraid. I will give you protection. 
So actually Krishna comes for this purpose, prittanayam sadhuna. Sadhus are there very much anxious. They do not command, Krishna, please come and save me. No. They will never say that. They know that Krishna is busy in so many. Why shall I give him trouble? Let me suffer. That's all. But Krishna comes. Yes, I have come here. I have come here. I will save you. This is Krishna's business. Paritrana sadhuna. And by the side by side, killing the duskitana. And dharma sangasthapanartha. People are busy with so many rascal down. Dharmas. Cheating dharma. Dharma projita koitavatra. Krishna says these are all cheating dharmas. The real dharma is surrendered to me. Sarva dharmaan paritajya. Mami kam saranam This is dharma. To paritrana sadhuna vinasaya duskita dharma sangsthapunaya sambhavami jugeje. This is the cause of Krishna's appearance. Thank you very much.